It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now on today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movies and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here. Today is Thankful Thursday, and you're listening to the Lisa Lewis Show right here on TogiNet Radio. And I am just super excited to be back with you all. Um, as you know, I have uh, been away for a couple of weeks and just glad to get back into uh, the flow of things. Um, there's so much going on um, in the world, as you know, and um, as all of us are wrapping up, either uh, beginning to take a vacation or wrapping up with children, getting uh, out of school, which my son's last day is actually next Thursday. <laughs> so um, I'm super excited about that. So I'll be on the air with you. And then when I get off the air, I will go over to um, help host his uh, end of the year party as a third grader. So, wow, I tell you, time flies, right, when you're living life. And also, congratulations to those who will be graduating from, um, you know, from pre-K going to elementary or uh, going to kindergarten or um, for fifth graders going into um, uh, junior high and also for all of those high schoolers who are graduating and hopefully going on to college and for the college graduates. So it's just a busy time of the year for uh, the whole world, and uh, I appreciate that and understand it. And so today I thought an interesting topic would be um, how to plan a vacation um, on a budget because uh, it's, you know, about that time where a lot of us are thinking or have thought out a plan to execute in order to take that family vacation, right? So um, I have some pointers that I've picked up on and I've read about and and also I'll share some things with you that um, has worked for me in the past and also things that I'm using now. I know I will um, will be going on a family vacation and, and so I'm super excited. I, I love the beach. I love the ocean. I love water. So um, it's just the perfect time no matter where you are um, to go. Um, you know, to get some time away and just vacate from the norm. So, as I said, if you're just tuning in, thank you so much for being uh, our movers and influencers and our great listeners. And I always, always appreciate all of the feedback that you all send me, whether that's through direct calling, which you can reach me at 210-240-8845, or if that's on the web, and my web is www.lisalewiscompany.com, or if that's direct email, and you can reach out to me at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. Uh, we appreciate all of the feedback and love that we get from you listeners. 
So uh, vacations are a great way to break out of a rut and an opportunity to have a good time and experience something new. However, they're generally expensive. Whether you're trying to egg out a trip on a small budget or planning something luxurious, you're always going to want to get the most you can with your money. A lot goes on in a lot goes into a vacation, so planning can become very complex. That also means that there are a plethora of ways in in which one can save as well. And so uh, here I have picking a location. Consider places off the beaten path. Places that attract a lot of tourists are generally expensive and often not that uh, authentic. Think about countries that aren't as popular to visit or towns uh, if you're going to do a staycation. Alternatively, find a town near a major destination. Prices will generally be lower, but with a short commute, you can still have access to popular tourist destinations. Some budget vacations include Canada, Slovenia, uh, Hungary, Peru, Puerto Rico, Panama, and the Dominican Republic. Also, my favorites are Hawaii, um, Florida, and um, Colorado. Um, let's see. Uh, travel during the off-season. Most tourist destinations are more popular and expensive during certain times of the year. In general, cold weather climates like Europe are more expensive during the summer, whereas warm weather climates like Hawaii are more expensive in the winter. Prices tend to also go up around the holiday season. Look for package deals. Vacations are often cheapest when housing, transportation, and daily expenses are bundled together. Look for vacation packages offered by websites like uh, Groupon, TravelZoo, um, WeGoPlaces. Um, this can also streamline the planning process and make your budget much easier to calculate. Then I have next, stay close. The easiest way to save is to refrain from taking a big trip. Stay close enough that you can drive to shave the price of airfare off your trip. Sometimes you might be able to share the expense of a hotel as well. Go camping, visit the beach, or tour a historical site. And uh, so that's where vacations come in mind. So if you're already, and another thing that I have experienced, um, you all, is that sometimes we live in destinations where people from all over the world come, right? Like I live in San Antonio, so we're known for three things, the Spurs, the Alamo, and the Riverwalk, right? So um, a lot of times I don't go to those places because I'll say, oh, well, I've been once. <laughs> but, you know, there's something refreshing. But, you know, you cannot just take a shower once in life, right? It's refreshing usually to take a shower often, like once a day or twice a day, depending on the weather. And so it's also refreshing to get out into wherever you live and find things that people pay to come see. Um, obviously, I've never seen all of the river walk. Well, uh, I've never seen all of the river walk. And I'm sure through the years they update things and tweak things. Um, so now we have the hemisphere down at the river walk. And so that was recently completed, I believe, a year or two ago. And so um, I've been living here 
for over 10 years, over a decade. And so that was something new. So obviously, just because I was living here, I hadn't seen it because it was new. And so we had some um, family in town this last weekend uh, because we were celebrating a 70th uh, uh, Jubilee um, celebration uh, for someone in in my family. And so anyway, they came far and wide (laughs) And we were able to take them down to the Riverwalk, and I was able to experience being a tourist right in my own backyard. And so that's another suggestion. Just be a tourist in your own backyard, and you can have a lot of fun with it. And then you don't have to worry about a hotel or Airbnb because you're, you're, you know, you're right there, and you can always go home at night and sleep and shower and do all that stuff that, that is necessary necessity driven and then um, get up each day and have a new place to go or just wing it you know sometimes you know not planning can be fun for everybody because planning can be very involved and intense and um, so sometimes you can just if you want to be adventurous and just see where the day takes you all and a lot of times you know if you have um, a backyard then you can set up like um, volleyball, people can do volleyball, uh, you could do horseshoe, you can do dodgeball, football in the backyard, um, soccer perhaps. Um, also, if you don't have an in-ground pool, then you can, um, you know, go get inexpensive, you know, pools for the children to, to you know, to splash around in. Uh, obviously, always children should ever be unattended at any second or moment when they are around water. So um, this summer might be a great opportunity to um, let your kiddos who don't know how to swim and who don't know how to respect water to um, take up swimming lessons. Um, I remember Jim, uh, Jack learned how to uh, swim um, a little later in life. He was like four or five and, and now he's just, you know, he's like a, a fish and he's nine now. So it's never too early or too late to get those kiddos um, swimming lessons so they can respect the water and also have a good splash um, when, especially as hot as it will be this summer, right? Especially here. Uh, this week we're getting up to the double, you know, the uh, I'm sorry, the triple digits. <laughs> Yesterday I was out and about and it felt like it was at least 102 degrees, but I think it was only around 90 something, 98, but it was, oh, it was very um, intense. So if you're just tuning in, we appreciate you tuning in to the Lisa Lewis Show and it is Thankful Thursday and I'm so thankful to be amongst you all and today's topic is how to plan a vacation on a budget. So if you have any suggestions, don't feel uh, don't be afraid to reach out to us. You can contact me at area code 210-240-8845. Also, you can head over to the website and leave your comments at www.lisalewiscompany.com. Also, you can reach us directly through email at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. We always love to hear your feedback and to get your perspective on whatever just the subject matter is, or if it's off subject and you would like to give suggestions on upcoming um, subject matters, or also if you are a mover and influencer and you'd like to be on the Lisa Lewis show, please 
reach out to us. We would love to hear from you and have a talk about you being on the Lisa Lewis Show. It is so much fun just coming to you all every week with different topics different things that are going on in my life, different things that are going on in the business world. And um, it's just so fun to talk about going on vacation, right? Because I, I know I can use a vacation. <laughs> so I'm so glad to, to talk to about this subject today. So just stay tuned to the Lisa Lewis Show right here on Toginet Radio. And we will be right back after this short commercial break. Don't go away. People who study dreams tell us that the kind of television you watched as a child can affect your dreams today. For instance, if you had a black and white TV, you might be prone to colorless dreams. I'm pretty sure I dream in color, but my friends say it's a pigment of my imagination. It has been suggested the type of cheese you eat can also impact your dreams. This might be a bit hard to digest, but a study conducted by the British Cheese Board discovered that people who ate cheddar cheese dreamt more about celebrities, while folks who ate blue cheese experienced more bizarre dreams. A bad dream could give you matatulopia, or the bad mood you experience when you get up on the wrong side of the bed. Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Hey there, it's Christine Gallagher from She's Got Clients.com. I'm really excited to share with you the first annual Get Clients Online giveaway. I have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow in clients in less time online. So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to getclientsonlinegiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn cheat sheets, sales scripts, and so much more. That's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com. Head over there and enjoy your free gifts. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here. I'm the Lisa Lewis Show. It is Thankful Thursday, and I'm so thankful to be amongst you all today. Well, today's topic is how to plan a vacation on a budget. And thus far, we have talked um, about, you know, looking for deals. Also, we have talked about picking a location, whether that is um, near or far, whether that's in Canada, Puerto Rico, 
uh, Florida, uh, Colorado, or a staycation right in your own backyard. We were just talking about that before the break, how um, we had family in this last week, past weekend, and how we were able to see San Antonio um, through the eyes of a tourist. And um, there's so much to see in, in big metropolitan cities such as San Antonio. So even though I've been here for over a decade, obviously I have not seen <laughs> everything that this fine city has to offer. And I'm sure that you haven't seen everything in your fine city as well. So uh, for those who are doing staycations, um let us know about those. Uh, send over something that we can share. Uh, that way we can have ideas this summer that we can tell other people about, things that they haven't thought of that they might like to um, experience as well in their hometown. So we talked about traveling during the off-season. Um, we talked about looking for uh, package deals, uh, staying close with the staycation. Now, Next up is Bundle with a Hotel. Websites like Expedia, Priceline, Hotwire, and Travelocity allow you to book your flights, hotels, and car rentals together for less money. Bundling all of these purchases together can save a lot of money. Search early, often, and widely. The price of flights vary considerably depending upon the provider and how well tickets are selling. The only way to make sure that you get the best deal is to not only look around at as many places as possible, but also to check often. Use websites that allow you to estimate if the price of tickets will go up or down. The worst time to buy a ticket is within two weeks of the trip. On average, the best time is around three and a half months prior to the trip. However, the market is volatile and the price changes of individual trips vary considerably from these averages. Skyscanner is an online application that predicts how airfares air are likely to change over time. This can give you a better sense for when would be a good time to buy. And so this is why I like to plan ahead. And as you know, I'm a professional event planner um, uh, with Lisa Lewis Company, and we're also a media company, and that's why I come to you um, with radio is that uh, this is why it's important to have a plan and to work your plan. <laughs> and I, I was taught this as a girl. I, I did get this from my mother, which was to always have a plan and to execute that plan and to plan in advance. You know, our church, our small church never moved, but my mom, we would always be there 30 minutes early. <laughs> and I also learned from my mother that it's always best to be an hour early than a minute late because who are you to be late? Because everybody's busy these days. So everybody could have the same excuses you have if you are a habitual late offender. <laughs> and you all know I, you know, I've been on my, um, I've been on my soapbox with that one. Um, you know, everybody surely has to deal with traffic People who have children have to execute that, uh, and if they have babies, they have to get nannies or uh, childcare. Uh, you know, everyone has had tr car trouble, a tire explode, or went flat, or a nail, or this, that, and the other. Life happens, um, but it's better if we um, 
control those things that can be controlled in life, right? And it just like makes life so much more enjoyable. Not saying that life will not happen and these things will happen occasionally. But if you are a habitual late offender, then you might want to look into getting a new alarm clock or getting a or getting up earlier and maybe perhaps planning the night before. Sometimes you can plan. I find Sundays are a great day to plan out my week because Sunday is the first day of the week. So if you can sit down, uh, you know, if you have kiddos after the kiddos have gone to bed, my son has his bedtime is at 730 Sunday through Thursday. And then on the weekends, he can stay up as late as his little heart desires. It's his big heart desires. But however, um, so just, you know, implementing plans and working those plans can make for a better situation. Um, and so I know people always say, well, you're a planner and you like to control. But, yes, those things in which you have control over are be- better if you control them. <laughs> so anyway, moving on, use connecting flights. Connections take time, but it usually costs the it cuts the cost of a ticket considerably. Furthermore, airlines generally charge the same for a one-hour layover as a two-day layover. Turn your layover into a trip of its own, and you can get a multi-destination trip at a bargain um, price. Try to fly in and out of the same airport. Round-trip tickets are much cheaper than one-way tickets. If you can fly in and out of the same airport, you can save money. You should price the expense of returning to the airport to see which option is most affordable. And generally, rental uh, car agencies will also charge more if you return your car at a different airport. Also, um, with that in mind, um, plan ahead and see if you can get a friend or family member to take you to the airport, that way you don't have to incur the um, long or short-term parking. I do not do that. <laughs> and these days you can Uber. So, um, you know, leave your car at home and Uber and save that money. And maybe you'll have a little more where you can tip while you're on vacation because your car is just going to be sitting there anyway. Now, if there's no way around it, obviously do it. But again, this is where advanced planning comes into place. If you ask somebody, you know, the day of, you know, you have a trip and you've been planning this thing for two weeks or longer, but you get up the day of and ask someone if they can drop you off at the airport. Well, that's kind of inconveniencing someone. However, if you ask them two or three weeks in advance and, and, you know, have them commit to doing so, you might get a better outcome. And if it all, uh, all that fails, then Uber is there uh, for you and they can give you a lift. Uh, next we have be flexible with flight time. Search around for flights around the same time. The cost of flights can vary considerably depending upon the day of the week. Also, services like Priceline can save you as much as 50% on flights if you are able to travel during certain preset dates. Now, finding... um, Okay, and then it says here to bundle um, with a flight... And um, we talked about that. Okay, now moving on to hotels. Find smaller hotels. Independent hotels are generally 
cheaper than larger corporate chains, which are often designed to cater to business clients. Independent hotels can also be more quaint and authentic. Sometimes you can negotiate for lower rates with smaller hotels by offering to stay for a certain period of time or paying in cash. For this, you will need to contact the hotel directly instead of going through an online service. Um, for the younger folks and people who are college uh, aged, it, it has on here consider hostels <laughs> or hostels. I, I don't know which way to say it. H-O-S-T-E-L-S are not luxurious, but they will allow you to see a new location for a very nominal fee. Hostels are often organized in dorms wherein you will share a room with several strangers. However, most have a handful of private rooms, which will also be cheaper. Hostels can be a great place to meet other young people who are traveling and interesting to socialize with. Hostelworld.com is the best resource for searching through hostel options. Also, another option I love is um, Airbnb. And so we'll talk about that more. Um, rent an apartment. There are a variety of internet websites that allow you to search through the properties of locals who are interested in renting out their apartments for a period of time. Not only are these generally cheaper than a hotel, the proprietors will often make a point to be friendly and recommend local sites. These websites will feature reviews of previous mm -hmm. customers who can tell you a lot about the condition of the property and the friendliness of the proprietor. Examples include VRBO and HomeAway and Airbnb. And, you know, I love Airbnb because I have used them. And so I have had nothing but great reviews uh, and I, uh, on the spots that I have stayed in. And um, I know when I went away in business in Austin, I used Airbnb, and um, it was a you know it was a great experience. Actually, that was my first experience with Airbnb, and um, it was awesome um, when I went there for South by Southwest 2018. And so uh, it was just a wonderful experience. The people were very friendly, but uh, they weren't like in your face. Uh, we had some people who are. So protective of their properties. They want to be there to check you in. They want to check you out. Some of them require, so you just have to read through them. Some of them require that, um, that you pay electricity. So they'll come and meet you there and take a picture of the electricity unit um, when you check in and then when you check out. And those I stay away from because I just don't want all of that. I'm on a vacation, and I really appreciate that you want to protect your property because I'm a landlord too. However, you don't want to be a helicopter uh, proprietor. I tend, I will not rent from those people, and they could have the nicest places. So, um, But anyway, when we come back on the other side of the break, I'm going to talk more about my Airbnb experiences and would love to hear about you all experiences with Airbnb as well. So stay tuned to the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and we'll be right back on TogiNet Radio.
Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Hey there, it's Christine Gallagher from She's Got Clients.com. I'm really excited to share with you the first annual Get Clients Online giveaway. I have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow in clients in less time online. So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to getclientsonlinegiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn cheat sheets, sales scripts, and so much more. That's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com. Head over there and enjoy your free gifts. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on Toganet Radio. You're listening to The Lisa Lewis Show. And I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today is Thankful Thursday, and I am so thankful to be here with you today. Today's topic is how to um, vacation on a budget. And before the break, we were talking about my experience with Airbnb, and that is another alternative to um, maybe a more pricier, expensive, luxurious um, chain. Uh, And a lot of people's homes are just phenomenal. I mean, you can find homes from, you know, here, uh, San Antonio, clear across to, um, you know, um, Canada, if you will, and everything in between. (laughs) You can find, you know, homes in Paris, uh, um, you know, Windsor, England, uh, wherever you'd like to go. There are places available thanks to this new thing of Airbnb. (laughs) And so what I was saying before the break is that I do not like helicopter proprietors. And those are ones who have to check you in, check you out. You know, to me, because I'm a landlord as well, they are so invested in that property that they don't want anything to go wrong. They don't want anything to, anybody to take anything. And I feel that way too. But I, I also feel that if you vet people and you get a feel for people, you have discernment, then more people I'd like to think in the world are fair, honest, upright people who love the Lord and, and will treat your property, um, you know, as if it was their property or even better because they know it isn't their property, because that's how I do. Now, um, I talked a little bit about uh, the one I had when I went to on a business trip uh, to Austin. Um, so when I went on a business trip to Florida this month uh, to do an event, a uh, gender reveal event, um, I stayed right on the Caloosahatchee River at an Airbnb. And uh, it was just magnificent to, and they had they have big windows in in the home. And so every morning that I got up, I was able to look out and see the Hatchie River. And coming from Florida, I just love the water. I love beaches and the ocean. And it just, you know, it just, it's just so wonderful to look out and see 
you know, this magnificent world that the Lord has created for our enjoyment. I'm just in awe of it. And um, I was able to go back and sit and be on the dock. This one, this uh, air, particular Airbnb property had uh, a dock, uh, a boat lift, just beautiful, beautiful. And so um, you can obtain places such as that by going to Airbnb. So tell me about some of your experiences on Airbnb. I would love to hear them. You can send them directly to me at my email, which is Lisa Lewis Company at gmail.com. Also, if you have any pictures you'd like to share, please text them over to me at 210-240-8845 and tell me, send me pictures of you and your family on your um, Airbnb experiences. And um, then we can put them up on the website, which is at lisalewiscompany.com. But, yes, yeah, so anyway, uh, and it was just such a relaxing experience. And and um, I'll be going back to Florida for business and we'll be on the Clusahatchee River again. Also, another beautiful place, if you're down in Florida, is Naples, Florida, um, Sanibel Island, Captiva, um, also Marco Island. Bonita Springs. It's just fabulous if you love um, canals and if you want to take your boats out or if you'd like to rent a boat, those are the places to be. Cape Coral, Florida, um, Pine Island, Florida, all of those places down there are uh, connected in some way to the, to, you know, um, to the water of Caloosahatchee River all the way to, um, you know, just Mexico water. It's just beautiful. And, um, you know, the different activities you can do there are just breathtaking. You know, if you want to go fishing, shelling, kayaking, canoeing, you know, um, crabbing, uh, all of the jet skiing, all of these different things, boating are there at your disposal because of the open canals and lakes that we have that, you know, connect uh, to, uh, you know, the rivers and to uh, the open waters. So it's just a lovely experience. So I do give five thumbs up for Airbnb. However, do your due diligence and you'll be able to see if the person is a helicopter proprietor by the list of rules and regulations. You know, they go on and on. It's like, okay, look, I've owned a home before. I, you know, I've owned a home at the age of 18 and now I'm in my 40s. So I know how to take care of of a home, but you'll, you, you'll know, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. And, um, so for those, if you're not like that, you probably will want to get out of that one and look for others. Um, and they even have filters on there. So, um, you can tell how many people are going to be in your party, how many guests, and then also if you have other specifications, like they must have Wi-Fi or which they tend to, or, you know, um, some will have a TV in every room, and then there are others that will only have a TV in the living area. Because if you're going on vacation, you can watch TV at home, right? <laughs> you're probably, everybody probably goes off to their corners after dinner and their own little spots. But if you're on vacation, you're vacating from the norm. So get with your family, right? Bond with them and cut off the TV, put down the cell phones unless you're taking pictures of your fabulous um, vacation 
and, um, you know, get together and learn more about people that maybe you didn't know who live with you. You know, you know, learn their favorite colors or what, you know, what motivates them, what struggles maybe that they have that they want to overcome. Be their support system. Like, I want to lose weight. And this weekend I was talking to someone. Um, I want to shed 35 pounds uh, just so I can be healthier and um, and um, get into, you know, the size that I want to be into, my ideal size. And so I was sharing this with a family member who had came for this other family member's 70th Jubilee, and, um, uh, and they were very encouraging just by me sharing that. And they um, said to me when they left, thank you for inviting me over, and, you know, let me know when you start that workout program, you know, so that was very encouraging because they not only did they listen, but they seem to be a bit like they're cheering me on and they're a bit invested in my in my success and my outcome. And so that's what will happen when you go on these vacations this summer, my friends, if you will just put down the phone, cut off the TV and reconnect with your family and loved ones. And it's just such a beautiful feeling. And you'll learn more about people. Um, You'll learn what they need in life in order for you to be a great support system for them. If if that's something that you want to step up to the plate and do, Um, you'll also learn those things that may perhaps you need to pray for someone about. And you don't have to say, what is it that you want me to pray for? If you talk to people and if you're around them a little bit, you'll see perhaps what, you know, the Lord will tell you perhaps uh, what's on, put something on your heart that maybe perhaps that person isn't willing to say. A lot of times you can find, you can um, know things by people not expressing them. It's what they don't say. And then just look at their actions, their body language, and then um, perhaps put that person or persons on your prayer list this summer. So I just encourage everybody to connect uh, with family and with loved ones and be there for them, not just in tongue, but in action, because it tells us that in the good book. Um, So, you know, talk is cheap and it doesn't say that, but I'm saying that talk is cheap and action speaks volumes. So don't just be there for someone in tongue alone, be there for them in with action. And so moving on today, our topic is how to vacation on a budget. And so I was just going on about my experiences with Airbnb. And I'm looking forward to doing another Airbnb this summer uh, when we go on vacation. And we'll be vacationing for a month in July. So please keep us in your prayers. I love the prayers of the righteous that we will have a unifying and unique and fabulous experience as a family. Next, do a housing swap. If you live in a prime location, you ought to be able to do a home exchange. These allow you to swap your house with someone else for free. If you are comfortable letting someone else stay in your home, this option can both be affordable and allow you to stay by yourself in an upscale property. The leading site for this sort of exchange is homeexchange.com. Also, getting back on Airbnb a minute. As you can tell, I love Airbnb, and though I don't have any stock in it (laughs) at this time, um, is that 
you can also, if you're in a fabulous location like San Antonio, Florida, or, uh, uh, Colorado, especially Aspen this time of year, perhaps, I don't know, or maybe better when they're skiing. I don't know if they ski year-round in Aspen or not. However, um, is that you can rent out, like if you had a mother-in-law's quarters or if you have, um, you know, a guest quarters, or if you have a room, um, you can put those on Airbnb. So just go on there, you know, and set up an account and see if your home or your spot or space qualifies. Um, I even know that you can do some, you can do RVs and you can do those little, yeah, I think they're called RVs where it's a, you know, a little trailer or what have you, where it sits independent and you just put it on the spot. Um, you know, just go to Airbnb and they'll in putting your, what your space is, what amenities you have, if any, and they'll be able to let you know if your place qualifies. But that's also another income-producing activity that you could do this summer. And that might help you go on vacation or it might help you have extra money that you can spend on a staycation if you're going to stay in town. And perhaps you could do that and stay in town on in an Airbnb home outside of yours, maybe on a lake or something. That way that gives you a different view and a different experience from being in your home, and then if your home is set up and ready to go, um, you can put your home on Airbnb, and maybe for two weeks or a month or what have you, you can stay at another location where you live or surrounding area and rent out your space. So just something to ponder. Um, I'm considering doing Airbnb myself um, once my tenants, um, you know, leave. I'm thinking about. Uh, you know, doing Airbnb for a bit just to see if that works because you never know until you try things, right? Lisa Lewis Show, Keith Adal here on Toginet Radio. And today's topic is how to vacation on a budget. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Don't go away. carrying passengers, everyone was treated to first-class accommodations. Caviar and sandwiches were presented on porcelain plates with beverages served in crystal. Flying was truly a special event as passengers wore suits and evening dresses. What do you call a person who is afraid to fly? An aeroacrophobic. The airlines required stewardesses to be unmarried, and many were nurses as well. To be a pilot was respected and revered. What do you call a person who chooses a career based on the glamorous image it conveys? A MODOC. A typical flight in those days from London to Singapore would cost over $17,000 today and take eight days. What's another word for jet lag? Dysrhythmia. It's 
Alan Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Littman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on TogiNet Radio. You're listening to The Lisa Lewis Show, and I am your host, Lisa Lewis. Today is Thankful Thursday, and I am so thankful to be here today with all of you. Um, Keep the calls coming and keep uh, the feedback coming. You can call me directly at 210-240-8845. Also, you can leave comments on our website at www.lisalewiscompany.com. Also, we accept direct email at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. Today's topic is how to vacation on a budget. And who knows better than that than myself? Because I do have to travel with the budget. And um, I, I, I experience a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun doing it. have a splendid time, love um, the spots that I get to vacation and work in and also love the new um, things that you can learn by uh, visiting and, um, you know, talking and speaking with people who are in those um, areas of the world. Uh, so we have been talking this last 45 minutes about um, how to vacation on a budget, and I've been giving you some hopefully great tips that you can go out and explore and, of course, do your own due diligence. And I just can't get enough of uh, talking about Airbnb. And before the break, I gave you all some suggestions on perhaps how you can become an Airbnb host or hostess or proprietor. And also, if you're going to, um, for business reasons or for lack of time or financial uh, resources, you have to have a vacation wherever you live, then I was uh, um, suggesting maybe finding a Airbnb in your own neck of the woods that has a different scenery, maybe of a lake, of, a, of the ocean, or a canal, or a river, and um, perhaps staying there for a couple of days, a week, a month, whatever your situation allows, and also how it would be a good way that you can get make some money as well is if your home or space qualifies to be on Airbnb as a proprietor as well. So look into that and then let me know what your experiences are. Next up is on the list that says try woofing. 
W-W-O-O-S-I-N-G, Worldwide Opportunities on Organic Farms, <laughs> is an organization that connects volunteers with organized uh, farms that are looking for workers. In return for working on the farm, you will get free housing on the farm. This could be onerous on a short trip, uh, but woofing can be a great way to stay in a new location for an extended period. Go couch surfing. Ask yourself if you know any friends or family who are due a visit and live someplace you're interested in seeing. This is a great way to get free housing, socialize, and get a tour from a person familiar with the location. It is customary to give some sort of gift to anyone you stay with. Uh, couch surfing can also save on daily living expenses because your host likely has groceries and transportation. Couchsurfing.com connects you with strangers who might be interested in housing you. Members are reviewed to establish that they are good hosts and guests. If you use the service to stay with someone, it's expected that you will reciprocate by allowing others to stay with you. So, of course, with is in everything, you know, uh, seek wise counsel and do your due diligence. And um, but that sounds like something fun. I hadn't heard of that one before, so it was interesting. Um, that's why I wanted to put it on the list. So I guess that's what that's called when um, a family member comes and stays past three days. <laughs> Couch surfing. Oh goodness, I hadn't heard of that one. But it is a great idea. I'm I'm a Southern belle. I'm from the South, so I was always taught that it is kosher and proper etiquette, that if anyone allows you to stay with them, that you are to bring them a gift. And, you know, it doesn't have to be anything expensive. And um, we all have God-given talent. So if you can draw, you could perhaps draw them a postcard and then uh, on the opposite side, write a thank you. Um, Maybe you can find something from your home that maybe you can re-gift, like a candle um, you know, I love candles, a good smelling burning candle. Um, I love great books and magazines like success. If you bought me a new Oprah magazine, when you came, I would be tickled, uh, pink. Um, you know, just little things like that. Maybe if you can make something, if you know a poem, you could write a poem or just a handwritten appreciative note. Maybe, uh, going over a time that you spent with them in the past that was so delightful and that's why you wanted to see them again and you know um, you know maybe get them a, a, a bouquet of flowers from the local flower mart in their town before you arrive at their home um, you know or go to the grocery store and you could get um, a pineapple a pineapple uh, some you you know extends a welcome and also pineapples uh, I were given I believe as royalty amongst the royals if you will so um, you know if you can go to the local market and get a pineapple and take it to them put a bow on it if you'd like or a fruit basket or whatever it is just some sentiment to show them 
your appreciativeness of them extending their couch or home to you as well as carting you around <laughs> during your stay um that would be that would be great i believe avoid thirsty uh restaurants hot- uh hotels uh when they serve breakfast uh by dining in your hotel, you will typically sacrifice quality and price for convenience. Ask locals what their favorite establishments are. Save leftovers from previous meals or do some light shopping so that you have snacks while in town. Restaurants advertising that they speak English are typically designed for tourists and will cost more. So that's also like if you're going on um you know, parks are free, relatively speaking, I believe. Parks, uh, and, and then you can take uh, brown paper bags if you have children and, that, and, and, you know, take a peanut butter sandwich or what have you, something that will not spoil with the weather, uh, and put little snacks in there for the children. Plenty of bottled water, like if you're traveling and you have space in an SUV or something, maybe packing uh, a chest full of, you know, chilled water, or, or, you know, um, lukewarm, you know, chilled water, Gatorade, uh, um, you know, Capri Suns for the children. And then when you get out and then you can come back and do a park lunch and sit there and have lots of fun with that too. So, you know, uh, just think outside of your wallet, if you will, outside of your budget and think of things that are accommodating that would help your budget and be able to extend your stay um, during your vacation season. Uh, let's see, what is here next? Research local food and drink. In Paris, you might find that the wine is cheaper than the Coca-Cola. Didn't know that. Embrace the local food and you're bound to save money and probably enjoy yourself more too. Before traveling, figure out what the local and seasonal staples are. Many places also have seasonal diets. Living like the locals and eating food when it is in season will generally save you money. Eat bigger meals earlier in the day. When you do dine out, do so for breakfast or lunch. The lunch menu at a standard sit-down restaurant tends to have cheaper prices than the dinner menu. Put down the phone. You might need to contact people back home during your trip, but using your cell phone will probably cost more than you're willing to pay. Most destinations sell international phone cards that will allow you to dial out for cheap. Even better, use a free online service like Skype. (laughs) Uh, Use cash and not cards. Many places abroad, especially um, affordable ones, don't take cards. Even when they do, they will typically be saddled with some sort of foreign exchange fee. Use the ATM, not the currency exchange. When procuring local currency, avoid the currency exchanges at airports. They typically have bad exchange rates. Generally, the ATM at the local bank will be better. Call your bank ahead of time to warn that you will be out of town, so if you use your card, it won't be shut down, and to ask about exchange rates with local banks. ATMs have better exchange rates, but typically charge for each transaction. That means it's smarter to take out a lot of money at one time. And pack light, especially if you plan on flying. The majority of airlines charge you to check baggage. The fees may not seem like a big deal, but they can build up and really eat into a tight budget. 
The fewer bags you pack, the less it will cost. Consider leaving some empty space in your bag so that you don't need to buy additional luggage to bring souvenirs back. Alternatively, pack old clothes that you no longer care for. You can dispose of them at the end of the trip, opening up additional space in your bags. And that's a great tip. Um, I've done that before. If there's something that perhaps is, you know, like you say, that you want to get rid of anyway, wear it there and then wash it. Most All the Airbnbs that I um, frequent, they have a washer and dryer in the lovely homes. So I wash them and then I go and donate them to a women's shelter or to the Salvation Army or um, um, or to, you know, whatever other local causes, maybe to a Catholic church that does that takes in um, gently used clothing. So there's all kind of wonderful ideas. And I hope that you have picked up a great tip or two today with the topic of how to vacation on a budget. Please send me all of your um, pictures and advice because, as you know, I'll be taking a family vacation uh, in July, all of July, and would love to get all of your magnificent tips that you have. And I thank you so much for joining us today on the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and it is Thankful Thursday every time you're listening to us. And remember, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movers and in.